1: Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon.
2: All right, and welcome to the pod for the last time. Maybe uh, maybe for a little bit, but for the last time right now for 3IPC, I am Kai Chen Chisholm. Joining me is Merrick Brave, and now finally, back after a, a small hiatus, is Joshua House. Merrick, at the day of recording, even though we posted an episode where at the time of recording it wasn't your birthday and the day of posting it was your birthday, the day of recording, it is your birthday. <laughs> how I know we talked about it a little bit before, but how have you felt? How has your birthday been thus far?
3: Oh, it's been a chill day. Chill day here in Iowa. I had a really long weekend. Uh, I put on wrestling shows in addition to being a wrestling trainer, um, and I still dabble in the wrestling myself uh, here and there when I can. You know, at this age, it gets a little bit tougher. But I wrestled on Friday, wrestled on Saturday. Uh, it was actually my son's birthday late last week, so we had his birthday party on Sunday. Uh, my birthday's today, here Monday, June 26th, and I'm just chilling, man. I'm just chilling. Happy to be on with you guys for the for the last time on the three YPC, at least for this year. Maybe we'll get invited back next year. Uh, that's if everybody enjoyed listening to us, I'm sure there's some, some mean and hateful comments oh, there's the... <laughs> people
2: that, hey, you know, I'm associated with some, some people that are hated on Dolphins Twitter. So I, I always get the pro force of it. Um, you feel that? did you really quick before I asked how it's, did you, did you win your matches? Uh,
3: yes, actually. Yeah. Two and O this weekend, two and O man. That's great. I, I, tr- I tried my best and
2: I came out on top. That's perfect. Josh, how have you been? I haven't heard from your beautiful voice in quite some time.
4: Yeah, I think the last time I was on, my daughter told me to shut the hell up, basically, and <laughs> kicked me out. So uh, they were a little bit angry, so I couldn't do that last pod. But I'm glad to be back with you guys. And, you know, we say it every time we're on here, but we just want to thank Alf, Simon, and CK for giving us this opportunity to come on here and talk about the Dolphins. So glad to be Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Merrick. Um, there's thank tons you. of storms down this way, so I'm blaming your ass because they definitely came from the Midwest. They
3: sure did. We were it, crazy storms this weekend. We were actually supposed to wrestle at a festival outside on Saturday, but the forecast looked bad. So we moved it inside to this really cool theater in downtown Iowa city, uh, which was really fun. But then I had to drive the ring trailer home after the show. And there were three tornado warnings during my one hour drive home. And people kept texting me and they're like, you need to find shelter. You need to find shelter. And I'm like, now where the hell do you think I'm supposed to find shelter for my ass in this 20 foot trailer? When I'm on the highway going 65, I said, that tornado is coming, whether I'm standing still or I'm, I'm moving down this highway. So I'm tr- I'm just trying to
2: get home. So I made it and I'm, I'm here with y'all. That's great. No, I mean, I feel like it, it might kind of be from our side of the world, Josh, just because, you know, there is a pending potential, maybe tropical storm that's kind of coming, maybe possibly. So it might be from us here in South Florida. I don't know. You know, the weather works in mysterious ways because we get we've been getting bad rain every day for at least, it feels like two weeks now. Um. I, I want to before we get into the sponsor. Um, I I want to give a huge shout out without revealing too many information. I want to give a huge shout out to Ann Nolan and Ann Hackey with the Miami Dolphins. Um, they they did something very very great for me and my job, uh, and for the people that I supervise at my job. Uh, and it was a very very awesome thing for them to do. Um, I'll probably post more about it on Twitter once it finally comes around. Um, without revealing too too much information, but it just it means a lot to me. It means a lot to the the people at my job for what they were able to do for us. So I wanted to give them a huge shout out because. Uh, they don't have to, they, what they did. They don't have to do. And for them to do that is, is an amazing thing um, for our sponsors. You can go to price picks use code five. That's F I V E uh, deposit a hundred dollars and they give you a hundred dollars. It's a one-time run over uh, rollover. Excuse me. Bet once. And they essentially give it to you. It's a free money. That's the code five F I V E and then better edge. That's dot com slash the number five. And then reasons you get $20 just for signing up. Josh. You came up with the the wonderful idea for today's episode. So I want to kind of give you uh, the chance to present it to the audience. Oh, man, I'm on
4: the spot here. Yeah, I figured for our farewell episode, we may as well sit here and dissect the upcoming schedule and give our thoughts on the Miami Dolphins because we talked about on every pod that we were on, this is the most excited we've been about this team on paper. It's the best looking team that we've had. So I thought it was the perfect way to go out with a bang and hopefully – give a lot of optimism to the fan base because um, like Merrick and I both said, we're both older than you, much older than you Kai. I bet. Yeah. We're probably nearly I'm 25. So I'm 36 and that means Merrick just turned 37. So Ooh, I mean, yes I did. We are old heads. We've seen Love some great teams. Young. We, we watched number 13, you know, sling that rock around, but yet this is still probably, um, I don't I know people get upset but this is probably the most talented team top to bottom that we've seen in our lifetime. So, um let's dissect this schedule and give our opinions on the Miami Dolphins.
2: So, do you guys want to start breaking down the schedule or do you want to go first with some kind of season predictions overall and then we'll go uh kind of I guess game by game as quickly as possible because obviously we don't want to spend too much time on just game by game.
3: Yeah, you know, let's let's do the game by game stuff. Let's get that out of the way. I love it. I I really like it. This is our crystal ball episode, our Nostradamus episode, our soothsayer episode. Have you guys ever uh been to a psychic?
2: No, I'm too afraid. Yeah, <laughs> too scared. Yeah. I don't even know
4: when I'm going to die. <laughs>
3: I, I I I recently um didn't go see a psychic but was in the presence of a psychic. And as I was just introducing myself, I had never met this guy before, he had never met me, Uh, he looks at me and he goes, hey, don't worry, the house situation will resolve itself soon. And I was like, what the hell is going on? The week prior, I had actually gone and looked at a new house that I was interested in purchasing um, long story short short, I didn't get the house because uh my bank kind of drugged their feet on on the home loan application and and somebody they accepted an offer within 24 hours of the house being listed. But this guy knew about that. I didn't tweet about it, I didn't tell anyone about it. I had never met this guy before a day in my life. And immediately upon meeting him for the very first time, he said, Don't you worry, that house situation will get itself. Figured out in due time. So that's, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I don't know if I was a believer before then, but I might be a believer now. I like, I'm a, I I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but like, I'm a true crime person. I love like seeing the psychology behind how people get to that point that they would ever do something like that. Um, and that stuff doesn't really scare me. I can see it in any of these pictures, and it's like whatever. But for whatever reason, that just scared the shit out of me. Um. All right. So, <laughs> so game one, uh, game one against the uh the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, that is away. Uh, how are we feeling about that? I'll start with you, Houts. Yeah, I, I mean,
4: th- these. You just look at the first four games of the season, and I mean, for as excited as we are about the Miami Dolphins, I mean, these are kind of going to define the season. I mean, you got the Chargers at four twenty five, week one. Herbert versus Tua. I mean, that's gonna be a thing, regardless of whether how this game ends up. The Patriots on prime time the next week. The Broncos and then the Bills. I mean, I'm looking at those games, and I feel like, I mean, I want to say they they go three and one to be an optimist, but I feel like if you get out of that two and two, you got to feel pretty good because I mean, heading into this year, for whatever it's worth, the Dolphins have the toughest strength to schedule before the year begins. So those are four tough matchups, and I think the Dolphins have to come out of the gate firing on all cylinders. I'm interested to see the way that. Tua to Tanovaloa, Justin Herbert, rubber match. I think they're both one-on-one against each other. How that
2: truly plays out because those first four games are pretty rough. There, Yeah, there, I mean, we start uh, away against Chargers, away against Patriots, and at home against the Broncos, and then away against the Bills. Um, I mean, that's it, it's a tough home stretch. I think it's kind of similar, I think, a little bit to last year. I believe there was a few people that were saying the same thing about the first four where if you at least come out of it two-and-two, two, you feel good, uh, and we came out of it way better than two-and-two. Two, so it, it was a good start for us. Merrick. Those first four. How are you feeling? You know, I, I, think,
3: I think the Dolphins owe the Chargers one after last year on primetime. And this game isn't technically on primetime, but it's in that late window. Um, Tua gets an entire summer to practice against a Vic Fangio-style defense, which is kind of what they run uh, in Los Angeles with the Chargers there. I think he'll perform much better. Uh, hopefully the team goes into that uh, pretty healthy, and I think they can steal one on the road with the Chargers there. So I'm actually looking at these first four games, three of them on the road. That's pretty tough, but I'm looking at it, and I think the Dolphins can absolutely go three and one uh, through these first three games. If they can steal one against the Chargers, I think they'll take care of business against New England like Tua always does. I think they got uh, that home game against Denver, which will which'll go in their favor. Uh, and then... Maybe the only loss there is I see uh, Buffalo at Buffalo. You know, that's a tough team. I think the Dolphins are going to uh, have a good season, make a good run at the AFC East. We'll see if they get there. Uh, but until you can go to Buffalo and beat Buffalo, then I'm going to pick Buffalo in those matchups every time. So I, I still predict a three and one start through those first four games, though.
2: Yeah, we're on the same page there. I, I think that they'll, I think we'll be able to squeeze one out against the Chargers. I don't think it's going to be some game where i'm gonna sit here and be super uber confident because i definitely believe that we can we can come out of that with a loss um but i don't see them losing either against the patriots or at home against the the broncos i think the surefire loss right now and just because of how you said it i I don't believe in that we almost beat them i believe in we beat them um and we have not beat them in buffalo in quite some time so until like you said merit that we beat them in buffalo i just can't pick them to win that game so i kind of start off on the same thing with a three and one there um Going into the next ones, we got at home against the Giants, at home against the Panthers, away against the Eagles, and then at home against the Patriots. Both games against the Patriots coming in the first eight weeks of the season. So within that first two months, you know, you won't be playing the Patriots ever again, uh, which is a little bit interesting because that that's not the the situation we've been used to. Houts, um, your thoughts on the, the next four?
4: Yeah. I mean, I like what Merrick said about the Patriots and he's right to has never lost to the Patriots. So we can throw that out there until he finally does lose. So unless they go out there and get a DeAndre Hopkins and pair him with Dalvin Cook, like, you know, I think there are some reports out there that that is a pipe dream in New, New England. Yeah. So if something were like that were to happen, you know, maybe they'd split this, but I think they sweep New England as crazy as that may have sounded years ago. The Giants, I mean, I don't see them as a threat, but I think that I probably overlook them a little bit. I mean, I think Daniel Jones is probably better than I think he is in my mind. Um, so I see that as a win. Carolina, very young team. I can't see them, you know, really being a factor this year. So the only loss I see there, and as painful as it is for me to say, is potentially that Philadelphia Eagles game in primetime. I know a lot of fans are saying they should bring back the Kelly Green jerseys for that game. Dolphins in the white throwbacks. It's an 8:20 primetime game, Sunday night football. I'm going to, you know, move heaven and earth to get to that game. So um, with me being in attendance and me being, you know, a little bit negative, I'd say maybe that's the only loss I see out of those four games there. But I mean, that's, that's a hell of a start for the Dolphins. If we all agree that they should maybe go three and one, two and two at worst in those first four games, and then through this stretch, I mean three and one, maybe they go four and zero if they somehow beat the Eagles. I mean, let's be honest. Last year at training camp, a lot of the Eagles beat reporters said that in those dual pra- practices, the Miami Dolphins outperformed the Eagles, and they went on to win the Super Bowl. So players, stranger well. shits happen. Yeah, yeah, stranger shits happen. So, um, yeah, I think three and one in that stretch is pretty safe, but it's the NFL. I mean. Anything can truly happen, but um, I think I might be overlooking the Giants a little more than I should be. Merrick?
3: Yeah, so after having three road games in the first four games, uh, the next four, they actually have three home games, uh, with the only road game being against the Eagles on primetime. Just like the first four, I'm seeing another three and one in the next four, which puts the Dolphins at six and two for my prediction so far through eight games. So definitely liking the way this one's starting out.
2: Any, I mean, anything that either of you guys see that kind of seems, um, I guess difficult. I I know that how it's, besides the Eagles, I know you how, you brought up the Giants. I obviously you know former the Giants still I love them second my second favorite team. I grew up rooting for the Giants. Uh, I got to witness two Super Bowls, so I'm a little bit blessed there. But, um, I I think the same thing of we could see a little bit more out of Daniel Jones than we expect. Not that Daniel Jones is great, and I, and I wouldn't even say the same thing. I, I don't think that we can be here and say, oh, you know, Tua is great as well because not in terms of factoring how they play, but just neither of them have really done much yet. Um, But he is a runner, and he can run with the football. And we all know that we struggle with that very, very, you know, mildly, especially recently. Um, Is there anything, Merrick, that you see maybe in that Giants game that besides Daniel Jones – because that's one of those ones where you look at it and you're like, ah – they should win that game, but it's the Dolphins, and they'll end up losing games like that. Is there anything you could see besides maybe Daniel Jones that could cause us to lose that?
3: Well, we got to take a look at that Saquon Barkley situation. You know, uh, I know he he's trying to sit out right now, trying trying to get a new deal. He says he's not trying to be the highest paid running back. He just wants to be paid what he thinks he's worth. Um, one thing about the Vic Fangio style defense is you can run on a defense like that. Um, they're, they're kind of a bend, but don't break defense. And, uh, if Saquon Barkley is playing and playing well, then you could see the giants look to pound the rock, uh, and hurt the dolphins defense in that way. And Saquon's one of the best backs in the NFL when he's healthy.
4: Pouts. Yeah. Yeah. I would have said Saquon Barkley. That would be the thing that strikes the most fear in me. I think, um, it's kind of sad what's happening with these running backs. I mean, I understand the market and the way it's shifted, but Saquon Barkley, you know, when he's healthy, he's one of the most explosive backs, Dalvin Cook. I mean, you can argue that he's he deserves to get paid. Josh Jacobs. I mean, they rode the tires off of him. So um, I think Saquon Barkley would be my biggest fear. But I think for the way it sounds, that we all agree that this Dolphins team's what six and two after the first uh, eight games, and that's just a hell of a start heading into that Germany game against uh, the game in Munich against the Kansas City Chiefs, which we all really wanted to see Tyree Hill go and uh, you know be the Chiefs' worst nightmare like he promised and steal one in Arrowhead, but. I'm excited to wake up early morning and to see that game, and then you're heading into the bye, then you got the Raiders and the Jets. The Jets game's also a primetime game, so I I feel like this is a a hell of a start to the season. If I'm predicting those, you know, you probably probably lose to the Chiefs, I would say. I I feel like they could beat the Raiders. I'm going to say they're going to split with the Jets this year, so Whichever Jets game you want to give them, I think that the Dolphins have a hell of a start through those first, you know, that first uh, 75% of the season. And you got to be feeling pretty good about the situation heading into that back end of those games. What are your guys' thoughts, especially on that Germany game? How excited are you? Because I remember Tua Tunga with, you know, Lim Bowden, Isaiah Ford, (laughs) Mac Collins going toe to toe, you know, in a way with Patrick Mahomes a few years ago. So that game should be a preview potentially of what an AFC championship game could be. So
2: that. That game, and sorry to cut you off, Mary. that game uh, should be in Munich. However, it is in Frankfurt. So it is in... Uh, it's Shame in, on me. Shame yeah, on me. My on, bad. You know? and, you know, from I a, saw
4: you and just <laughs> immediately thought Munich. That's that's my bad. From
2: a soccer point of view, I love that it's not in Munich because uh, because uh, the NFL absolutely ruined the Allianz Arena pitch last year when they came, and it was ruined for the rest of the year. They tore it up. Um, so to see another Bundesliga club in Eintracht Frankfurt get there stadium and their pitch messed up i mean hey you know it is what it is but yeah that is is in frankfurt at the deutsche park uh so they will be playing there in frankfurt um i don't know i don't think that they're winning that game i'm gonna be honest with you i I think we're going all the way up to germany to lose i I don't know what you think about it merrick but (laughs) um i i just don't see them beating the chiefs in germany especially considering that just from a standpoint of the fact that the i guess quote-unquote home base for the chiefs they have a partnership with bayern munich um, which is my favorite club in germany um, Sorry, hows. I know Dortmund sucks, but they have a partnership with Bayern Munich and they are kind of the German based NFL team right now. So I just don't think that they'll lose up there.
3: Well, I don't know a damn thing about soccer, so we can end that soccer talk right now. But, well, I'll uh... tell you,
2: Eintracht Frankfurt playing the top spiel of the Bundesliga, so, you know, there you go. <laughs> they suck, though. <laughs> well, Regard Sounds so sexy when he says it. <laughs> he does have
3: a nice accent there thank you uh regardless dolphins playing the chiefs in germany uh one thing we talked about two is struggling against fangio defenses patrick mahomes we can all agree he's an alien on the football field uh but he has also had some of his i don't want to say worse games but you know he, he has also struggled against fangio defenses in the past fangio used to be the head coach of the denver broncos there and he, he always gave mahomes a little bit of trouble uh, chiefs oftentimes still came out on top because they're a pretty complete team top to bottom. So I think I would also predict a loss there. Uh, then they got the Raiders. That's looking like a, a, a pretty good chance to get back on track that games at home. So I'll predict a win there. And then, yeah, you guys are right. They're going on the road against the jets against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, as long as everything's going well for him by week 12, you could,
2: you know, he's old like me. They're going to suck. Just, I'm sorry, they're uh, yeah. gonna suck. <laughs> you think you think they're gonna suck, suck, or they're gonna suck? If I, I think if an, an entire team is sitting there, and I'm sorry because it's a little bit of a rant, I think if an entire team is sitting there, and the guy that you have that you drafted, that your organization organization is supposed to rally around, is struggling, and Zach Wilson was struggling, like w- whether we we can say it in a nice way, or a bad way, he was struggling. That all of, that cheeks. all of them, yeah, but you know we'll try to be a little bit nice, but that all of these people and all these players on your team are saying, oh, you know what our guy's not good enough while he's still there openly campaigning for another player of another NFL team and then the player of that and I'll never get off this high horse until he proves me wrong the player that you traded for says he was 90 percent retired but felt butt hurt, so they decided to come back when you're retired when you reach that point you're retired I just I don't I don't see how the Jets are going to be good I just can't see it
3: I hope you're right, Kai. Um, I don't know if I I'm can go quite for that far. I, I I don't know. I'm not gonna predict the Jets sucking. They they still have Garrett Wilson. I think he's a great young receiver. They still have Sauce Gardner, uh, you know, who had himself a phenomenal rookie year. Brees Hall uh should be rounding back into form by week twelve. And this is a a short week on the road. It you know, in primetime, uh, you know, it being the only game on a Black Friday. So I think I will. You know, it pains me to do so, but I think I will predict a loss there, which would bring my personal prediction so far through 11 games uh, to seven and four, seven wins, four losses for the Dolphins.
2: Yeah. So for those next four, the Raiders, Jets, uh, Washington, the Titans, I only have one loss and that being the Jets. Uh, I think in that stretch of week nine to week 13, we go two and two with the losses being the Chiefs and the Jets. Um, And it's not based off of the fact that I think the Jets are going to suck. I just think that the Jets will get one at home. I think that we'll lose two division games this year, and that's the Jets and the Bills. The like Those are the only two. I think we go four and two in the division. Um, now for, for those next and last four, we got the Jet, uh, game against against the Jets again. Cowboys, both of those at home, against Baltimore away, and then finish off the year at home against the Buffalo Bills in a game that could or could not mean something, depending on how we go about that. Um, Howitz, your thought on those last four? Well, I just wonder if
4: you did on purpose because I think we overlooked Washington and the Tennessee Monday Nighter. So I mean, on purpose, you probably yes. did that on purpose. There was no reason. I mean, we can chalk them up as the, two W's. So yeah. I see what you did there. Couple and then does. I think we all, I think we all agree the Jets and uh, Dolphins. I think I'm with Merrick. I think you also said it, Kai. They're going to split that series there with them. They'll split with the Bills this year, but those will probably be the only two losses in division. So um, I do have them again beating Washington, being Tennessee, beating the Jets there since they lost on primetime. Um, and then I just feel like that last stretch has, I feel like they'll beat Buffalo to end the season and that could be for the division, but I feel like Baltimore and Dallas, I wrote down losses there because I'm trying to figure out how I get to my 10 or 11 wins. I 11 is my optimistic thing that I kind of threw out there. That's how I feel the season's going to go, but I feel like that's just me being a homer. So I feel like they lose two of the, at least one of those games between Dallas and Baltimore. Um, but I wrote down two because I think I ended up with a 10 and uh, ten and seven. How, how many games do they play this year? It's, it's still 17, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep, yeah. still 17. Yeah, they, they still screwed me up with that extra game. Still so I, I feel like they can win 11 games. That's the homer me, but I think I'm just being the temper of my expectations a bit and going with 10. So I got to finish in 10 and seven and closing out the year, winning um, three, four, four of the last six. What about you, Merrick?
3: Yeah, so uh, I think we got my projection prediction through that uh, Friday game against the Jets. Um, I will also predict a win against the Commanders, a win against the Titans, a win against the Jets in Miami. Um, When it comes to the last three, I think I'm I'm right there with you. I got losses against Dallas and Baltimore, but I do have them ending the season strong at home against Buffalo, um, which would mean I am predicting a 11 and six finish for the Miami Dolphins this season.
2: Damn! For once, between the three of us, I'm the Homer. This is an interesting situation. I feel like I try to bring us down back to earth a little bit, but I have was like I said, I watched the Tennessee. Those are W's. I, I just bypassed those because I feel like it's obvious. I was beating the Jets. I was beating the Cowboys, losing to Baltimore, beating the Bills. I'm finishing off with a 12 and five record. I'm going as Homer as a Homer can go. I hope you're right. I think that yeah, the bare pay minimum money for that, I think mean, the bare minimum this year is eleven and uh, eleven and six um and the the like the maximum i think we can get to is, is 12 and 5. i don't think we'll go more than 12 and 5 but i think the bare minimum is 11 and 6. uh last year my minimum was 10 and 7 they didn't get there but now we got more talent and we should be better uh i think i think 12 and 5 record with 11 and 6 being the bare minimum
3: so kai 12 and 5 are they winning the division
2: no you still have Damn. you still have Buffalo winning Damn. the division until Tiebreaker. until we show that we can beat Buffalo. I don't think that will win the division, and I know other are, I know other games you know count in that as well, and games that we're not playing. And Buffalo can sometimes slip up; they have their moments. Um, but until I see it, I'm just not a believer. What about you, Josh? You
3: you predicted 11 and six. Is that good enough to win the AFC East?
4: Yeah, the home He definitely picked eleven and six, and I was gonna say that that last game in the is gonna be for the division. So that's the way I see it. I see Miami taking the division week eighteen. I think I'm doing my math right. So that's yeah. where that's where I'm at. I think the Dolphins win the division. Hopefully, you know, Stefan Diggs causes some ruckus in the locker room, or I don't know what happens. But um, yeah, that's that's the homerun. But if we gotta, can we agree the floor might be ten wins, or are we saying the floor is eleven? Like realistically, I think the floor speaking. is eleven. Okay because I'm saying if if they if they finish anywhere between 10 and you know 12 13 wins I feel like that's they're in the playoffs they're they're making noise but yeah that week's 18 game in Miami to be announced did they ever announce the time on that one I got to be announced written down on this uh, one it's, it, says, it TBA says
2: for me as well
4: yeah okay so I mean that could be for all the marbles they can flex that bad boy to prime time we'll all be watching uh, that that's my prediction what about you Merrick on your birthday give us your prediction
3: Yep, uh, you know, I I think I'm right there with you. I think that final game against the Bills will be uh, a division-deciding contest, and I think the Dolphins eke one out at home, and uh, we're all riding high as the Dolphins win the division for the first time since, what, 20... God, I don't even remember. I can't. I can't even think. I have no idea. For the first time in a long damn. What in the division? Two- thousand
4: eight, right? Yeah, yeah. Twenty sixteen. have been the uh, Sperano, and that's when I was at the Jersey game. They won in week seventeen. Chad Pennington yeah. took wow. out. Brett. Yeah, and Brett Favre, dude, it has been so long. Um, <laughs> the other thing I had was offensive and defensive. Uh, you know. Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year for the Dolphins. Who you guys got?
3: Well, I know we run out. We should probably hit a break and then we can get into those real quick before we close
2: this one out. Yeah, we'll, we'll absolutely hit a break here and then we'll get into those quickly and then this will be the the last you hear from us for for a little bit. So uh, we'll hit a break and then we'll be right back.
5: Are you a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim? Are you dealing with water, mold, or fire damage to your home or business? Are you having trouble locating a five-star rated general contractor that is fully licensed, certified, and insured? If the answer is yes, then Water Cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, Jorge, and their team is prepared to handle any size property damage disaster. That's 954-579-0356. Or visit their website at wcufl.com. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And please check out their more than 80 five-star reviews on Google and Facebook. Water Cleanup of Florida. If you have the schmutz, they have the guts.
2: I'm Jalen Phillips, and you're listening to 3 Yards Per Carry. All right, and we're back. So we'll get into who are, I guess... More so, you know, like defensive MVP for the team, offensive MVP, uh, and I guess bold predictions. Merrick, how about you give me your your offensive MVP for the Miami Dolphins? You know, I'll tell you what. Uh, maybe this is just chalk here, uh, or maybe it's
3: not chalk, depending on your your point of view. But I really do think that this is the year that Tua Bailoa plays a full 17-game season for the Miami Dolphins. I think he puts those... Injury questions to bed. Very specifically, the concussion issues. I think he puts those to bed. I think he plays a full seventeen game season. And I think if that happens, and when that happens, I think Tua Tunga-Vailoa will be the team's offensive MVP. Um, you know, he was on an MVP, not even just a Dolphins MVP, but an NFL MVP pace last season before he got injured. Uh, I, I think he can return to form. I think he's going to have a great season. His second year under Mike McDaniel, uh, that's a very underrated storyline this offseason. This is the first time in his career, dating back to college, that he has the same offensive play caller for two consecutive seasons. I think he stays healthy. He takes that next step forward after taking a huge leap forward uh, last offseason. And I think Tua
4: vailoa is your Miami Dolphins offensive MVP,
3: for such, 20, a, such
2: a cop out
4: how it's... well he copped out but that's what i was going to cop out so i'm i i should probably change mine now right yes like, uh, <laughs> should, I, should i go with should i go with liam eikenberg i'm, I'm oh, in all seriousness <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say you dalvin the call for that yeah i was gonna say dalvin cook because uh, they'll end up signing him um i guess i'm gonna go tyree kills a cop out too right i, I feel like that's a cop out i'm gonna i'm gonna go jalen waddle let's go jalen waddle i'll try to be different um you know he's gonna he's bigger this year stronger let's see him go out there and you know he'll probably put up more yards and more touchdowns than Tyree kill so I'm going go in real bold prediction there I'll go uh Jalen Waddle but I was definitely gonna say to a tongue of a low if you called on me first so Jalen Waddle's gonna learn <laughs> how to catch then Oh, yeah, I forgot you. Yeah, yeah, he will. And he's going to get all that yak, too. 18. Why do you 1. say 1 like that? You said you are, <laughs>
2: that you forgot
4: me. It's not just me, all right? No, it's not. you. We all see it. We all see it. I agree. But I, I know that you harped on it the last time we talked. Oh, I so I should on I it like every day. Yeah. So um if Liam Eikenberg doesn't count, then I can't go with him. Uh and I can't do two other cause that's cop out. And even
2: Tyreek's a little bit of a cop out. So I'm going Jalen Waddle. Waddle Waddle Waddle. What about you, Kai? Who you got? So I, I'm gonna save the the best for last, right? Because you got you went to uh, Merrick. you went Jalen Waddle Houts. I don't feel like hopping out with Tyreek Hill. So I'm gonna throw a shot in the dark here and just throw my little dart on my dog board and I'm gonna say that Jeff Wilson Jr is going to be our offensive MVP. Wow, that's to, bold. He's going, going to commit go to the run. Very like bold. He's going to commit to the run. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to go very bold and say that Mike McDaniel goes back to what made him not that he's going to go away from the pass, but he'll go back to what made him uh a hot topic in his run designing and his run play calling and uh well play calling and well you know his run game expertise um and now we're going to see a very good season out of Jeff Wilson Jr. I was going to go with A-chain but I don't want to go that far. I don't want to go that much of a shot in the dark, although some would argue that he's a better opportunity to lead the running backs than Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, just from what we've seen so far. For those of us who like to overreact about training camp because there's nothing, or excuse me, OTAs, because there's nothing <laughs> else for us to really look at, anyways. Um, I'm going to go with the shot in the dark and say that the running game gets going and Jeff Wilson gets to his San Francisco 49ers form where it looked like there's times where, because of the system that they run, he can he can be a guy. And I think it'll be very important in the pass game and in the run game. Um, unlike Chase Edmonds, he knows how to catch the football, and that's why Chase Edmonds got traded. So, uh, I'm very confident in that one. I think that Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, can be a really, really big part of our offense, and I still think that the run game. I, I, I definitely feel like the run game this year is going to excel better than it did last year, and it's going to be a, a, a huge focus. I would be surprised if it wasn't a huge focus. I like it. I like I it. I, it. Like, yeah. I like. I like the bold shit. ones. I gotta, I mean, I got to go a little bit bold because for defense, I pro- well, uh, I might go a little bit bold for defense. Defense, Joshua, I'll start with you. Uh, your defensive MVP for the Miami Dolphins. Man, I'm going to cop
4: out again because if I'm the first person up, I mean. You're going to say, say the guys guy that led us here- back from the break, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. I'm going to say Jalen Phillips. I, again, I think he's a superstar in the making. I think he's going to have double-digit sacks. I I was thinking maybe Jalen Ramsey, if Merrick or one of you snipe my Jalen uh, Phillips pick, but I'm going with Jalen Phillips. I think he's a legit contender to be Defensive Player of the Year this year. I might even put a bet down on that. Um, but like you said, man, he let us back in from the break. So I'm I'm a huge Jalen Phillips stan. I'm going Jalen Phillips. I think in this defense with, again, the secondary improving with Vic Fangio in town, um, Bradley Chubb's healthy opposite of him, he's going to put up double-digit sacks. I'm going Jalen Phillips. Mick, All right, man. I mean, Josh, you mentioned
3: it, an improved secondary. You got Vic Fangio in house. What is Fangio known for? He's known for his dominating safety. So I will take Javon Holland as defensive MVP for the Miami Dolphins for the 2023 NFL season you know, entering his third season in the league. We've seen flashes of brilliance from Javon Holland so far, but he hasn't had that breakout season just yet, but, Talk to any you know NFL analyst out there. Talk to any football expert, and they will tell you that Javon Holland is a superstar in the making, and I think this is the season under Vic Fangio's tutelage that he puts it all together. I'm predicting six interceptions, maybe even more. I'm predicting multiple forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, maybe a touchdown or two. I think Javon Holland, Dolphins' defensive MVP, and I think he makes the Pro Bowl for the first
2: time in his career this year. So I'm also going to stick with the trend of secondary. However, I'm going to go with Brandon Jones. I, I wow. been a huge... you're you're full of the bold predictions today. Kai. Yeah, I like it. Man. I mean, Good one, stuff. I've been I've been very huge in a, a, for a lot of things from when I was doing the extra yard uh on on uh five reasons sports and just for a while i've been really huge on brandon jones for whatever reason i don't know there's certain players where they they just i just like them and they could do no wrong at times um i think that he's a very very important part of the defense and a lot of people didn't realize it until he went down last year and there were some things that he was able to do that we weren't able to get production out of from backups um, I think that with Vic Fangil, just like a Javon Holland, he can be elevated to a newer level and maybe learn some of the things that he does lack on because he's not the best safety. He's not the best coverage safety, um, but I think that he can improve and learn on some of the things that he can get better with and that he lacks on currently. Uh, and that could really, really help us. I just, I really like Brandon Jones. Um, I love Javon Holland as well. I really like Brandon Jones. I think that he could be one of those kind of hidden things. I was going to go with a Cater Kohu, um, but I think that, does it sound weird to say that Keter Kohu would be a cop out? I don't know why, but it feels a little bit weird to say that that would be a cop out for just the overachieving of what we were expecting from last year.
3: No, I think that'd be another bold prediction, especially when you okay. got Jalen Ramsey in house and Xavier Howard hopefully staying healthy throughout the throughout the whole year. But but Keter Kohu had himself a fantastic rookie year, uh, especially after going undrafted. Uh, but you know that's what the Dolphins do—they find these undrafted gems. Let's like see if the they've. Yeah, let's see if they did it again this year. This uh, Mitchell Agood fella uh, seems to be lighting up training camp so far. Not training camp yet, but uh, mini camp so far, and we'll see what happens. What happened to Superstar? you know when
2: Nick Needham? I need him. I need him. Superstar, come on, self-proclaimed. He, he's
3: he's injured, man. I know he was injured. Self- he's
2: he's coming back. Self-proclaimed Nick Needham, even before he got injured, he wasn't the 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 best. You know, you know he was, was he was solid,
3: especially for an undrafted player. But I I feel you. I actually gave him. Uh, during, I believe it was his rookie year, he, he was giving up uh, big plays here and there. And I gave him the nickname one game of uh, Nick, don't want him, don't need him from the old day. Uh, uh, messed up. I remember <laughs>
2: sitting in the stands at a preseason game and tweeting constantly, number 40 needs to get off the field. I don't even know who he is. And it wasn't in a mean way, but I just was watching number 40 and I was like, this guy can't do it. And I remember well, during the year, like, this Nick needed him, bro. Like, he can't do it. And then just he started progressively getting a little bit better. And I was like, maybe maybe there's maybe. something there i'm a nick needham guy i like him i'm, I'm a oh, fan I love of superstar self-proclaimed
4: i got another bold one what about raekwon davis what about raekwon oh. davis contract Ooh. year big dude up front let's throw i'll throw christian him out wilkins. there too just yeah christian wilkins all right i think about raekwon this? davis has that nose up front okay let's hear let's hear another one it's you, your birthday. you want you, you want something
3: bold comeback player of the year
4: austin jackson
2: all right, so thank you guys so much. <laughs> yeah, that, you're, you're, on whatever Aaron Rodgers,
4: you're on whatever Aaron Rodgers was on when he was
3: on. I'll never, buddy. I, if, if Chris listens to this, I'll never be invited back on. He is not an Austin Jackson fan. Is anybody besides Austin <laughs> not Jackson? Ma-
4: yeah, not many people are. No, I, I'm pretty sure his mom just jumped off the Austin Jackson
3: train, actually. Oh, God, that would be horrible.
2: When you're <laughs> on your mother, that would be the worst. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Um, I was being being a little facetious there, but I'll tell you what my real bold prediction is. I think the Miami Dolphins make it to the AFC Championship game. I think they lose a close one to, I'll say, the Cincinnati Bengals, not even the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that game will be played in Cincinnati, um, a cold-weather game. I think the Dolphins won't be able to overcome the elements. Uh, They'll make it to the AFC Championship game this year but lose, but I think next year, 2024, Dolphins will be playing in the Super Bowl for the first time in our lifetimes.
2: How you have a bold prediction, a bold, bold prediction, a uh,
4: bold, bold. Let's say Mike McDaniel coach of the year. How about that? There's bold. The last time get, we had an I'll offensive go, guy
2: in the coach of the year contention, you know what happened? So I don't want to, I don't want to go down that road.
4: Yeah. Let's, let's not go down that road. I, I'm thinking that with, with Merrick talking about AFC Championship, I just want to see a playoff win. How about that? I said I'd cut my hair the next time the dolphins win a playoff game, have them oh, win a wow. playoff game. Let me cut my damn hair, please. But then it probably won't grow back. So it's, <laughs> I worry about that
2: too, you know. Honestly, because with my—I mean, you guys see my right now—it's a little hidden because of the microphones. But my curls are a little intense, and every time I get my hair cut, I'm like, "Man, is my are my curls not going to come back?" It scares me a little bit. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Yeah, I might
4: ba- I might bail on that now that I keep thinking. I see the grays in my in no, my beard. No, I might bail on it that. Look,
2: but... it's written in stone. Just like I said, I would send Merrick somewhere yeah. jersey if Tua doesn't mm-hmm. miss any games. It's written in stone, and yep, my whole prediction: yep. I won't be sending Merrick that jersey. No, that's not my bull <laughs> prediction. Um, my bull prediction, and I say this and I, I it sucks because I'm gonna feel like such a homer right now when I say this. Um, uh, but my bold prediction is that Tyreek Hill wins MVP. Oh, that'd be nice. I nice. think that there's no oh, chance. Even Josh's happen. daughter. Even yeah. Josh's yeah, that, daughter is yeah. real excited about that one. There's, there's no there's right no way now. that it happens because obviously if that if he has that type of season, that means it'll go to Tua. But I think that Tyreek Hill has an MVP worthy season. I think he breaks two thousand yards, uh, and I think he's got at least double digit touchdowns. Absolutely, without a doubt in me. Ooh, well, this was fun. It was nice
3: to have some positivity yeah, to end real. our our run as as guest hosts on uh, you know three yards per carry. Uh, just just one more time. I want to extend. My gratitude towards Chris, Alf, and Simon for allowing me on here, you know, alongside you guys, uh, and entrusting us with this this esteemed podcast. You know, this is one of. Uh, the most popular Dolphins podcast on the internet, and and to be able to host it for the entire month of June with you guys, uh, it certainly was a blast. And I also want to thank the listeners out there, everybody who tuned in to each and every episode, despite us not being your regular hosts. It means a lot. It means a lot for your support. So thank you guys. Thank you, Kai. Thank you, Josh, for being awesome co-hosts. I'm just I'm just very thankful for this entire experience.
2: Joshua, anything? before i, no, I
4: can't I, I can't follow that up uh, everything that merrick said times two or something uh thank you guys so much for just letting us do this and thank you kai for running the show a bit and thank you merrick for you know literally everything and happy birthday bro so hey thank I you like, Ed. well i like I, that we end this on a positive note that's what's up because what, we need we need this
3: one more thing i'll add uh if you've enjoyed myself and josh on this podcast you can check us out along with Jake Mendel on another Dolphins podcast. Uh, also, you can find that on, on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you ever want to just see my beautiful face on your screen, uh, I also do a YouTube show with Jake Mendel called Dolphins Detail. So check that out
4: as well.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm. you can't find me anywhere. Uh, you know, quit the content creation game. But there's some things in the, the background of certain things. So uh, maybe I'll be around. Maybe I won't. I, I want to thank both of you because – uh for anyone that follows me on twitter or anyone and i know josh knows very well uh quit doing any sort of form of content on a really low note um when i spoke to Alf about doing this i was like you know what i'll, I'll, I'll if it's the possibility i'll do it again he brought the idea he's like hey how about how and merrick and uh i was like that's a great idea love how's obviously got to meet you merrick and, and talk and everything like that and, and make a, a new friend here on dolphins twitter and everything and uh, it was great because it gave me that energy and happiness to kind of get back on the mic. I mean, I spent thousands of freaking dollars on this goddamn setup anyway, so <laughs> it's a real nice it, setup. So yeah, thank you. To put it to use um, it is very awesome, and I love it. Obviously, Al CK, and Simon—they're—they're uh, they're great guys. They've always done right by me since I was on Five Reasons, every, everywhere else. Uh, so can't take, can't thank them enough because uh, they've, like I said, they've—they've they've always done right by me, never done wrong by me, uh, and I appreciate those three very, very dearly um What well, again just quickly again huge shout out to Ed nolan and, and uh and hacky that just thank you thank you thank you so much if this ever gets to you uh hopefully i get to see you guys in person and thank you in person as well um any final final things boy? before we just roll out here get ready guys get ready for the best miami Dolphins seasons
3: season of our lives i really do think it's going to be a special year for us fans for the team um, and I'm excited to watch it go down. Now we only got to wait, you know, roughly three more months for it to happen. But now, maybe two months by the time this yeah, episode airs.
4: <laughs> in,
2: into what we trust. Fin's up. That's all I gotta say. My uh, closing words will be that the Dolphins are winning the Super Bowl. All right, I will see all of you at another time in a different location. Uh, thank you guys so much again. For myself, American Houts. Fin's up. Thank you. Have a great rest of your weeks. Fin's up. Fin's up.
1: Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean or your usual podcast provider.